Well, hello there, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. Scaling. It's a hot topic. It's something that I think everybody needs to consider for a variety of reasons. And it can be tricky to do this in a subscription web design context. Now, I do want to help you with this, and I have compiled a couple resources on my subscription web design substack, which this episode is brought to you by. It's totally free, by the way. It's a blog that I update every so often. Um, sometimes, you know, I try to get in there every two weeks or at least once a month. Um, but it is a resource devoted to a deeper dive than we can necessarily go in a podcast um, and something that I think you will find useful. So if you're not subscribed to the Substack, go to subscriptionwebdesign.substack.com and you can get subscribed there for free. And there's some resources there about how to actually build a runway for your subscription web design business and how to start looking at scaling it. Now, in this episode, what my goal is, is to just talk about the magic of scale, talk about what it can help you accomplish, you know, why you should consider doing it, what it's meant for me, and maybe even the concept of just doing what's right for you and maybe scaling isn't right for you. And I understand that and we're going to talk about that. So for me, the question really comes down to what is it that you want from your business, okay? What do you want your business to do for you? This is an important question and something for you to think through very carefully. The reason why is because I've met so many people who got into their business only to end up working for a boss far more complicated and um, insane than any boss they've ever had in the past. You know, a lot of people get into a business like this so that they can have control over their time, so that they can fire their boss, so that their way goes. But oftentimes, what they end up doing is working themselves to death because they haven't zoomed out and thought about what they want their business to be able to do for them. Now, I'm extremely passionate about this topic because it makes a huge difference as to even what your daily life looks like. I was thinking about it today. Um, right now, the brakes on my van are in rough shape, and I'm going to need to get a brake shop, uh, a brake job. And you know, I thought, ah, oh, man, you know, another thing, right? Another thing to have to go take time out of the schedule and deal with. And, you know, we've all been there, right? I mean, I know you guys listening to this have felt that struggle. And maybe you're employed right now full-time somewhere and feeling that struggle even more. And that's what I got to thinking about. I remember, I remember when I was working full-time how much harder it was just to get little things like that squared away, just to have a break job done on the car. Now, I will admit I was in a fortunate situation when I was working full time. I had two things going for me. Number one, I worked at the same place that my mom worked. And so she always had a car there as well. So if for some reason pickups or drop offs needed to happen, that was pretty easy to work out. Also, 
right across, like it was basically in the same parking lot that where I worked, there was an Exxon station that did lots of uh, work on cars. And so you could get your brakes taken care of, your air conditioner, you know, checked, your, your check engine light checked. And so I was fortunate in that scenario, but most don't have that. And so most have to figure out transportation and schedule crazy times just for little things like getting the brakes looked at on your van. And it made me think, you know, how blessed I am and fortunate I am to be in a situation where if I need to break away and get the brakes taken care of so that our family is safe while we're driving, I can do that. Now, is that something that requires you to scale your business, right? To have that sort of freedom? Not necessarily, but I can honestly say that if the only times that you're making money are when you're sitting in front of your computer, then it's still going to be difficult to justify taking the time to get up and go do whatever you need to do. And um, I know this because I've been there, because I've felt that, and I'm sure some of you have as well. You know, you feel like, well, if I take two hours out of the day, I got to make up for it by working two hours in the evening. And that's just not the reality of the situation, even though sometimes we end up thinking that's the case. Regardless of any of that, that's just a personal example for me. But when you scale, it's it needs to be because that's what you want the business to provide for you is that freedom or that flexibility or maybe even more, you know, financially. That's totally fine. Maybe you want to be able to give more or frankly be able to put your family in a little bit nicer home or a little bit nicer car. There's nothing wrong with those things. But until you can grow the business beyond you, your income will always ultimately be determined by the time that you spend sitting in front of a computer monitor. And I would just ask you to, to, to pause and consider whether that's what you really had in mind when you decided that you were going to go out on your own, fire your boss, and be in your own business. So there's tremendous amounts of freedom and flexibility that come with scale. Look, there's also tremendous amounts of headache and pressure and stress that come with scale because now you also have to learn how to manage people. This is something that I was really worried about. And I will say this, it's a lot more fun to manage people and, and not even to manage them. That's not even what I want to say. It's, it's to help grow and, and develop them and to, to see a whole team of people buying into ideas and, and thoughts about changing the world even and, and, and being in business, like to have them buy into some of those same ideas and work together with you to help create that in the world. It's a magical thing. It's a super cool experience. And it's one of my favorite things about having made the decision to scale in the first place. So while there is increased pressure, there is increased stress, there's also increased uh, gratitude and love and flexibility and, and freedom and financial ability. And all of those things working together is pretty amazing. Now, once again, I do believe you should scale in a way that is reasonable. The worst thing you can do is try to scale too fast or too soon. Now, I say that um, with the caveat that I actually do think most people should try scaling at least minimally sooner than you might think. 
And I will explain that in a later podcast episode. But just to say, you know, it's if you feel like you have to take on outside money or to even take on a business partner in order to accomplish the scale, that may be true. But slow down, zoom out, and really think about it. Um, because it could be that you can scale in just a little bit slower and scale in a way that's more reasonable for your business and for your stage of life. And I think that is completely okay. The last thing I want to mention here is ultimately you have to do what's best for you, for your business, you know, and for your family. And, uh, you know, of course, also for your clients, okay? If scaling would harm your relationships, then don't do it. Although, again, I have seen people who thought scaling would harm their relationship and it actually didn't. In my case, scaling helped my client relationships. And you might wonder how that's possible. Well, I'll tell you. For me, I was letting things fall through the cracks because I was so overwhelmed with work that had to be done. And what I found was that it was nearly impossible to find the time to run the business and work on the business because I was doing so much of the technician work inside of the business. And that caused communication gaps. That caused things to start falling through the cracks. I started spending less time honing my craft as a, as a designer and I spent it frankly less or I, I was spending less time even exploring those things because I wasn't interested in them any longer. Okay. And when that starts happening, one of the best things that you can do is install someone in your business who is great at keeping up that communication. And now when I do have conversations with my clients, they're higher level, they're much more meaningful, and they're not concerned with details getting lost or falling through the cracks. It's about making a measurable difference in their business. And that's what it's all about. All right. That's all for this week's episode. I hope that you enjoy it. I hope that it's something that you think you can carry with you into this week. I'm doing my best to keep these episodes around the 10-minute mark so that they remain valuable for you, but don't overwhelm you with too much at one time. I hope that's all right. I hope you're finding it useful. Don't forget, go to subscriptionwebdesign.substack.com to get subscribed to the free Substack newsletter there where I'm going in-depth on some of these topics to help you craft a subscription web design business that you love. You guys, Take care and we'll see you in the next one. Hey there, it's Steve. And I really hope you enjoyed this episode of the show. You know, one of the biggest questions that I get is, okay, Steve, I'm excited. I love this idea of subscription web design, but I have no clue where to get started. If that's you, go to subscriptionwebdesign.com right now, enter your best email address, and I'm going to send you an exclusive training that I did on the five models of subscription web design that will show you the options that are available to you and give you some things to think about on how to get started. And for a limited time, I'm going to include my contract template for subscription web design. I've been asked multiple times to provide this template, and it's usually only available to my paying students. It's a $100 value, but it's yours free. Just go to subscriptionwebdesign.com and enter your best email address there, and I'll send those right to you, as well as send you daily email tips from the trenches of running my agency. See you over there at subscriptionwebdesign.com.